Hello, everybody. What's up, y'all? Ah. Hello. Hello. Um, how's everybody doing today? Pretty good. Solid. Yeah. What's I feel today? like we haven't talked to each other in forever. <clears throat> oh, I mean, Levi. Me and you talk all the time. Yeah. Kind of live You together. do live together. Yeah, we do. I mean, yeah, hey, it is what it is. Hey. So, you know, I learned the other day, I was listening to Craig and Alex's podcast, Mm -hmm. and you know how we have those silent where no one is talking? It's called Dead Space. Alex said it in our podcast, and I was like, hmm, well, we have a ton of Dead Space in our podcast, (laughs) but fuck it. You want to know why? Because we're not editing it. All right, so um, I assume everyone at this table now has seen A Star is Born. Great movie, personally. Sad movie. Yes, I told you guys not to watch it. It's a sad movie. Yeah. Super when, good. So when Sam chose it, I was like, uh, okay. This is going to be terrible. I thought it was going to be really bad. See, it was really it, good. When the trailer came out, I thought it was good about Amy Winehouse because Lady Gaga portrayed, it looked like Amy Winehouse in my opinion. When she was singing well, it's because she wasn't wearing French all that fucking damn makeup, man. Yeah. So I was she like, ain't okay. got that meat suit on. I was like, oh, that's. That's that has to be Amy Winehouse when the when the trailer came out. I thought it was a tribute movie to her, and I was like, okay, whatever, whatever. And then you said it was super good, and I was like, dude. Well, you saw you said you were you were trying not to cry during the movie. So like, it's no, it I wasn't trying not to cry, mm-hmm. but it definitely built up some tears. It's sad, and I think you can kind of relate why See, I built up tears. I built up tears. I it was it was the first time they sang together. Was an emotional that was scene. Pretty I thought that intense. was an emotional scene at for the me. concert. Yeah, man. I think that was emotional for me because you had told me what was happening at the end. It had. I think it had built up in my mind that it was going to be just a sad movie the entire way. Oh, so, so you when kind it, of built when, up the sadness when they the whole sang way. at the beginning. I was like, "Fuck!" You know, because it was like I knew what was going to happen, and it was uh, it was the end, and then the last song for me, man. I was watching. I was like. Oh my gosh. <laughs> the, uh, I don't know. I think the, the, that part when they first sang at the concert together, I was like, oh man. That when was, she was just visiting his concert, that one? Yeah. Yeah. So like, when she came and he pulled her on oh, stage. Oh, wait, 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 wait. wait. For people listening, this is going to be a huge spoiler alert on the yeah. movie if you haven't seen it yet. So if you hear A Star is Born in the podcast and you haven't seen it and you want to see it, just don't listen. Don't listen to don't it. Don't listen. Yet. Go watch don't the movie and it. then listen. Yep. And then you'll understand. Yep. If you sure. don't care, go ahead and listen. Mm-hmm. Um, but when they when he brought her on stage, when he started playing the doom or how's it go? The boom boom. How's it go? Uh, he also oh, let me give me, boom, give me boom. A No, I can't. I don't do know it. how He's to do it. <laughs> I'm, I'm I'm It's in my mind. Yeah. It's in my mind. It's too. in my mind. When he starts playing this. That's deep. Right? I was like, oh, here we go. Here we go. And the whole time, that, that, that first song, right? When he goes, boom, boom, however he does it. At dinner, before we went and watched the movie, Levi's like, he was like, oh, man. Like, Bradley Cooper's a really good singer, right? We're at dinner at my parents' house. And Levi's talking about how Bradley Cooper's a good singer. And good and, guitar player. And a good guitar player, yeah. So I'm like, whatever, dude. I don't believe you. So he's like, put on Shallows. So I put on Shallows. And Levi puts down his fork, and he starts singing. And he starts singing it out loud and everything. His and, his hand on his chest uh-huh. and everything. And uh, he's doing his ugly face that he does. Hey, hey. And uh, 
But oh, hey. that part, so when the first started playing, I was like, oh, shit. Like, and I was starting thinking to Levi. Right. And then it got super intense. And just like, I don't know, the way Lady Gaga had, had that scene, it was just an emotional scene. Mm-hmm. And uh, maybe for you, I thought it was cool. I, but it was a great scene. But Bradley Cooper had his like driver just follow her around like, hey, yeah. you You're are coming to the concert. You're coming. You're, you make sure you bring her. And like yeah. everyone at the concert knew that she was going. Like as soon as she showed up, they're like, oh, hey. We got to go now. Come we got to go. Come We're on. Here, put these stages on. Yeah. Here's yeah. your backstage pass. Come on. Mm-hmm. And yeah. then he walks up to her. He's like, you're up. You're up. And then and that's, she's like, and that's whether so you come out here or not, I'm singing yo song. He goes, he goes, I made a, he said, like, I made a rhythm for it or something like that. He goes, I hope that's okay. And then he goes out. Beow, beow. I don't even know how he does it. I guess like the techno. first two notes you hit and then you stop. <laughs> I think it's. I don't know how it goes. I'm terrible. You can't hit the high and lows on a guitar no. with your Mm-mm. mouth. Mm-mm. It's a great song, though. It is a great song. If that wasn't in a movie, it'd be best uh, top charts for sure. It's I think it's gonna top, but it'll, it'll, it'll probably platinum. be top charts. That song will hit platinum. Think so? Yeah, it's a good song. It's a good song. I hear it like four, four, four times through at Gold's working. I hear Do you it. really? Yeah, mm-hmm. that's bro. a sad song to work out to, yeah, man. They put on like 107.5 or whatever. This you're just listening is. to it. You're like <laughs> benching heavy weights, about to cry. People are like, oh, are you crying because the weights? No, because the song. The heavy weights. No. <clears throat> so that good intro into this. So at the end of the movie. Spoiler. Well, throughout the whole movie. Huge. But, yeah, spoiler, spoiler alert. So if you don't want to hear it, turn the motherfucker off. Jesus. All right. Um, But at the throughout the whole movie, Bradley Cooper suffers alcoholism and substance abuse. Right? Mm-hmm. Hardcore. 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 And he fucks up a lot the of shit. The very first opening scene is right after his first concert. And he's trying to find a bar after he was drinking during the concert. Yeah. Like he's like... Take me to a bar. Meets Lady Gaga at a drag Ooh. bar. Ooh. At a drag bar. And she was not drag. She was those not. Who she was the only she woman. is a female. She was the only there. woman there, though. Mm-hmm. And then um, it just goes from there. They clicked, and she clocked a dude right in the mouth for taking pictures. Yeah. Don't know why, but she clocked him. And then after that, they were right there. Yeah, but anyway, so throughout the movie, he suffers with alcoholism and substance abuse, and he fucks up a lot of shit. Uh, her winning, what did she win a Grammy? Yeah, mm. she won uh, youngest uh, best pop star of the year. Or no, something youngest like that. singer award or something like that. I've, youngest upcoming new, singer or something. Upcoming new, I think. Yeah, so she won that, and he he went on stage with her and he was his pants. Trash. Yeah, it was not a good scene. Off a lot of things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. So then he goes to rehab, right? Mm-hmm. He's um, there for about six weeks. Yeah, he was there for a while. Before and she then, actually visits him. They're married at this point. Yeah. And then uh, he had a cute proposal, by the way. A guitar string. How cute is that? Yeah. Right? Cute. The way he made it was pretty hardcore. It was pretty hardcore. Um, But so he goes to rehab, gets out, whatever. And then he's one on. It's him at the house. And then the manager comes over and says. Lady like, Gaga. So Lady Gaga signs with a. With some guy, so she has her own project on top of her and Bradley Cooper's project. It's her manager. Her own project, her manager, came to the house. Keep going. And uh, he had to clarify for the people. He came to the house, and he's like, you know, you fucked up her career. We've been telling her to leave you, and she doesn't want to, and all this other stuff. 
She thinks she loves you. Things You're along those lines, shit. right? Yeah. So then that night, Lady Gaga is going to go perform. Oh, man, I'm a cry. Her, last, her last concert. It was her last concert before she goes on tour or before. It was she her was, last concert. She told him that she wasn't going to yeah, go on she tour wasn't gonna to go stay on tour. with him to take care of him. Yeah, I'm a cry. he had just got back from rehab. Yeah. Might shed a few tears. And uh, so he, he was like, well, fuck, man. Like, whatever. Right? And... Uh, Makes his dog a big fucking steak. Yeah, makes his dog a big steak. And she's like, well, we're going to come down to the concert. And He's like, oh, I'll and, meet you there. And we'll sing Shallow together, right? And it'll be awesome. Everybody will welcome me back. Everything that, whatever. He said, like, okay, yeah, sounds good. So she leaves, and uh, it looks like he's going to leave. He gets in his truck, backs out, parks and the truck. gets out. <laughs> gets out, yeah. And uh, he... He took a shit ton of medicine to where he was fucked up before he did it. Uh, he hung himself. Hanged. He hanged himself. You're right. Bad pronunciation on me. He hanged. Bad word choice, I, I mean. He hanged himself in the garage. He shut the garage door, hanged himself, and then his dog was sitting outside yeah. just so barking and It's a whining. scene. You see him shut the garage door. And I remember when, when he shut the garage door, Amanda jumped. She said, she, she jumped. Yeah, I felt her jump. <coughs> and, uh, but he shut the garage door. And then it goes away to Lady Gaga saying, where's he at? Where's, and then is he coming? her manager is like, oh, we've tried getting a hold of him. Mm-hmm. You're just going to have to do it on your own. Yep. That motherfucker. So then, then it goes, it goes to a scene where it's Bradley Cooper and you just see the dog outside of the garage door, but you if don't you really pay, notice if you, but if you look close, close attention. attention, you just see his belly region. Swaying. Uh, no, it wasn't really swaying back and forth. It was just in the window. It was just in the window, and it was kind of like it was, was kind of moving. He wasn't like oh, like I'm dying. It was kind of like after. It was like, like it was just like a kind of movement. It of, was just a little subtle, like like three you, inches side yeah. to side. Not even side to side. It looked. It was more like it was rotating, more than anything. Um, and side to side's like this, rotating. I know what side oh, to okay. side is. Okay. okay, sorry. Um. Anyway, so this. This, uh, we're discussing this is because we're going to talk about a deep topic today, um, about depression, right? Again, we're not coming at anyone. We're just talking about it. Yeah. No so, one likes and to this, talk about I it. I think that movie, uh, portrays a lot of things that a lot of people don't, I, I think it portrays a lot of things that, uh, a lot of people go through mm-hmm. substance abuse. Uh, especially at that level of like pop, you know, if you're if you're any type of artist, I'm sure you go through some substance abuse type shit and stuff like that. I mean, Mac Miller just took his life too. Yeah, Zac Efron actually, after he filmed the first High School Musical, became an alcoholic for like five years because he couldn't handle so much fame because that was his very like his big break. Alcohol's nice though, but uh, stop. But after. He's he's been clean now for about fourteen years. Yeah. Because he finally got used to it. But after like so much fame of him going out and nonstop people coming up to him, he got in a depressed state to where he had to drink his like days away. Yeah. It's pretty intense. Dead yeah, space. Then, Dead space. <laughs> there's those people that have kind of a reason to go towards those substances and then some people just are addicted. Dead space. Dead space. Um, yeah, so uh, I know for me, I I suffer. I suffered. I don't know if I really do still suffer with it. You don't. You have her in your life. You kidding me? 
I still I, suffer from it, and I still have him. Thank you. Man, I was I was trying to lighten no, the mood. I, I, we I don't really here. know if I still suffer you with it. shot it down. Or not. Um, you have your days. I have my days, Same yeah. with you. I have my days, you know. Some days are better than others, and some are better than others, you know? Yeah, you just don't talk um, to anyone except to her. Hey. Dead space. <laughs> um, no, I, so I, I was diagnosed with depression um, freshman year of college. Uh, but I had always, always, uh, I had always kind of had it there, um, throughout high school. I think I really got it, um, probably freshman year of high school was probably when it hit me the worst. Uh, I, I don't know. I think that was probably the worst time I, not the worst time. I think time, it's because we moved, like we moved away from everyone you no, didn't know no, a it single was, soul. See, that like, was the thing. When we moved to Colorado, I thought it was going to be a great start. So I thought I left my depression behind. Not the case. It's like ghosts. They follow you wherever they you go, man. You. No, so I, I think I started having problems freshman year of high school. People, we're not making fun of depression. We're just trying to lighten the mood. So if you get offended, sorry. I yeah. Mean, um. And uh, it hit me pretty hard in college. And that's when it usually hits a lot of people fairly hard in college. Um. You had other circumstances coming yeah, away. Yeah, yeah. To that also, you know, I had other things that popped up. You know, dad, dad passing away. Um, school was just getting really hard at that time. You also hurt your back. My back was messed up. Your knee. Uh, that was later on. Yeah, still was... affected you. Actually, I was kind of glad I had surgery. I wanted to get the first one out of the way. I didn't want to have any more after that. I just yeah. wanted to see what it was like. But now I'm. No, uh, no, I think, I don't know. I, I should have reached out sooner for sure. Yeah. You know, That's you had depression. No, uh, not so much like depression, but more like loneliness. Yeah. But I don't want a roommate. Hence why, why I'm glad you have your own place now. Cause I like my loneliness. Cause yeah. I like I like being able to do some things on my own, but other things like I just don't want to do alone. Like I feel that if I just get lonely or something, I'll just go for a drive, listen to some Toast Malone, <laughs> Toast Malone, some Lil Schwayne, Coast Malone. Like yeah, I just do stuff to kind of help. Yeah, but it's not more like it's not like depression. It's more like just loneliness. For sure, I'm yeah. sick, people. What about you, babe, Rose? Um. I always knew, like, I don't know. It was weird. I didn't know depression really existed when I was younger. Yeah. So I just thought, like, why am I so sad? Like, I don't I don't have a reason to be sad. Like, my family's good. My parents are together. I have my sister, my brother. Yeah. Um. And then my... Dead space. My brother... My brother oh. came along... And I think that helped because I felt like I was just always by myself. Yeah, for sure. I understand that. What? And, um, I don't understand that at all. <laughs> um, he made it worse. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. He didn't. <laughs> he didn't. And so my little brother Max came along and then it's he okay. was like I'm an accident my new anyway. best friend. Mm, me too. And then um, everything was good. I think... Oh, you didn't care about your sister? 
Well, <laughs> she... I was all low for all these years until my little brother came along. <laughs> no, well, we we got Shout along when we, we got along when friend. we were younger, but then um, in separate ways as you grew up. Kind of, yeah. yeah. Well, plus you're years apart. Uh, no, we were always pretty. We're still really close. It's mm-hmm. just we have really different personalities. Yeah, and. She has her own friends. I had my own friends. Yeah. We kind of yeah, went yeah, our yeah. separate ways. We didn't even go to the same high school, so we couldn't really hang out, relate to a lot of personal man things that happened at school, at least. You must lucky. be nice, huh, Levi? Huh? Must be nice, huh? What? Going to different schools? No, I think that would suck. Hmm. You were you were always in my shadow. I just did quotation air quotations for people. Uh, I was. Whatever. We did the same sports every year. <laughs> You're up. And, um, yeah, like we would just, me and my family would just talk at like dinner, maybe not even then because everyone got home at different times or whatever. For sure. So I felt like I was always alone, like either secluded in my room or things like that. And I wasn't like, same fam. Huh? Nothing. Keep going. And, um, the people will hear it. I was never like the going out type of person either. So I was always home. That's yeah. why I go out all the time because I don't like to be alone. Well, but then and again, I had strict parents. Tight. Not strict parents, but I felt like I couldn't go out because of my parents. Like, I didn't want to ask to go out. Yeah, for sure. Because then I'd always have a curfew and then I didn't want people to like stop what they're doing just to take me home. Mm-hmm. Things hey, like that. I didn't mind. <laughs> but we're two different people. Yeah. And grew up in two different houses. And in two different cities. Yes. I can understand where your parents were coming from living in the San Fernando, in San LA, Fernando. California area. You know? Yeah. And, uh. Out west. That's, that's, yeah, that's LA, you know? Yeah. Shit pops off. We lived in Vanilla Valley, Loveland, Colorado. <laughs> the fuck is happening there? Nothing. Except Nothing. for that sniper a couple Jeez. times. Well, I mean. He was shooting at motherfuckers. Man, why do people gotta shut their doors so loud? I don't we're know, trying bro. to record a podcast. I wanna get a two bedroom. You should. To make it just for a studio. That's what I want to do, but... Anyway. Unless you're trying to pay some rent on that, well, that's not going to happen. Maybe. Anyways. You can sleep on the couch. Um, mm-hmm. And then I felt like I had soccer to turn to because that was like a year-round thing. So I would just go to practice. So that would keep me out of the house type of thing. Keep your mind busy. Yeah. And I thought it was pretty decent at soccer, so boosted up my you were good. confidence Stop and it. stuff. So, fun little fact of me of when Harley went to South Dakota, I actually didn't like you at first, Rose. Why? Because I wanted my brother to turn to me for his problems. <laughs> but no, he went to you. I'm sorry. Asshole. <laughs> <laughs> like, now I, I don't care. Now I don't care. But back then I was like, <gasps> he's not my brother anymore. <laughs> well, he never talked to me. No, all he had was you. Hey. Didn't care about his family. Yes, he did. What? He would call his mom every day. I still do. Or text do. her every day. I still okay, do. Texting is different than calling. Texting is just so letting. communicating. But is the communication the same communication that he gives to you? Good thoughts, people. Oh, I don't know what you're talking about. All right. Um, go yeah. ahead. And then I think depression really hit me big in college. Just because sophomore year, I tore my ACL. And then so 
I didn't have soccer to turn to. I also worked out a lot, so I was limited on that too. So I was doing rehab for a whole year. And then um, I think it hit me when um, the doctor like prescribed me painkillers for my knee. And then um, so I was having pain, but not as much to like, oh, I need to keep taking them. Yeah. yeah. So opioid crisis episode two, (laughs) two. Listen to that if you want. And so, um, but I just kept taking them because I liked the way they made me feel. Like yeah. I was really tired and I just wanted to sleep all the time mm-hmm. and you not be, medicals? huh? Nothing. You should have brought them. Keep and, going. People will hear it. And um, so, yeah, I felt better to not be awake. <coughs> yeah. That's what, that's what I went through. When I, when, when I went and talked to Rebecca, she was like, Harley, I think you're depressed. I was like, Rebecca's our school counselor. Sweet. I want to sleep. Can I go sleep? And she was like, no. And I was like, fuck you. You don't sleep where I sleep. I'm going to sleep. (laughs) I'm kidding, Rebecca. No, I, I remember during football, during football season, my sophomore year, I had shit going on. My dad had just passed away. Grades weren't going well. Uh, Football. I was hurt. I missed, I missed two games with my back injury. And, uh, there for a while, I was like, you know what? Like, I don't want to go to practice. And I went and sat down in, athletic, in our athletic trainer's office. I'm like, Blake, man. Like, I'm fucking struggling. I'm falling asleep during meetings. I'm falling asleep during workouts. I'm falling asleep. During all- workouts? Yeah, bro. I would go. I would fall asleep before workouts even started. I would show up, oh. lay on the bench, fall asleep, and I'd wake up to coach one of the coaches yelling. I fell asleep at football practice. Went out there. We had all of our gear on. It was a full pads day. Helmet was on, you know, and I literally, I, I took my gloves and put it over my eyes, over on my visor, and I fell asleep on the football field right before practice. This is at like three o'clock in the afternoon. You know, this is when people are like catching their prime, like, oh, I'm good. Like, let's, let's do football practice, you know, because anybody who plays college sports loves that sport enough to go play it on. You know what I mean? And I started falling out of love with football, and I, I fell asleep on the football field, and I talked to Blake right after practice that day, and I'm like, Blake, man, I am falling asleep everywhere I look, everywhere I sit, everywhere I stand, everywhere I lay. I am falling asleep. I'm running on two and a half hours of sleep. My depression is kicking my ass. I'm taking two of my depression pills every day. That's a lot. And it's and I'm not doing, what the fuck's going on? He goes, well. Go home and sleep. And I was like, yeah. You read my mind. He was like, yeah. I was like, you going to talk to Coach Chuck? He goes, I got Coach Chuck. Don't even worry. I was like, bless up. Thank you. Stop. Went home and slept, and I wake up to Amanda sitting on the bed. I'm like, what's up? She's like. You wake up, you're like, what's up? That wasn't there before. (laughs) (laughs) But no, I, I, I slept for like, what? That was, I slept for like four hours after class. It was three o'clock. Everyone's at practice. I fell asleep for like four hours. Woke up. I think we went to go eat doba. I think so. We went, to, we went to Quadoba. Came back. Then went to sleep again. We ate at like nine o'clock. Went back to sleep at nine thirty. I I went on like fifteen hours of sleep that night. Woke up the next morning still dead tired. You know, and that's just like it was just like fucking me up. 
Finish your story. Um, so, yeah, I started taking my pills, like, just to get away from reality, kind of. Not to, by any means, end my life or anything, but yeah. I just felt better to get away from reality. And For sure. You have no choice but to live now. Yeah. I'm not going to let you die. Thank you. I'm sure a lot of people won't let me die. Mm. And um, It's another level for me, like, put you in a dog kennel, keep you alive. <laughs> Thanks. A harness, uh, a mace. Uh, What's it called? Uh, it's is it a, a mace. Muzzle. Yeah, yeah muzzle. It is. Yeah. I was thinking nuzzle. <laughs> yeah, muzzle. And so, but then I was like, "This is kind of a problem. I shouldn't be doing this." Yep. So then I confronted. No, this was after class, and I was walking, and I was kind of like keeping myself from crying, and my two friends like realized like, "What's wrong with you?" And then, so we went. This up was sophomore year. Yes. And then... Don't you hate that? They say something, you're like... I'm fine. <laughs> and so <laughs> when I went into like this private room, uh, it was upstairs, like the common area yeah. kind of. I think it's the faculty's lounge now, but it was just an empty room and it was broken clods. And I was like, like, I don't want to be here. Like if I was having kind of like an identity crisis because yeah. I didn't have soccer mm-hmm. or working out or anything like that. And I was like, I'm taking my pills. Like, I don't want to be here. I want to just go to sleep. Mm-hmm. Like, I can't stop. And then they were just like, maybe you should see Rebecca, your sc- our school counselor. And I was like, no, like, I didn't want to. Like, I was yeah. so in denial. Like, I didn't want to. And I kept telling them, like, I know what she's going to say to me. Like, yeah. um, You don't want to hear it. And that's why I didn't want to reach out to anybody. Because first off, I didn't want It my- wasn't that I didn't want to hear it. It's I thought I can fix it myself. Yeah. Kind Man. of. That's me. Because I, I I, was like, you know what? I can't talk to my parents about this. Or my mom. Definitely can't talk to my brothers about this. Because my aunt had just died from suicide. Right? Our aunt had just died from suicide. Oh, and, that's when it started? Yeah. Around then. That's fair enough. That's and, why I almost cried watching Shallows. And it, 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 built, it built up, you know? Senior year. Fucked my elbow up. Not getting recruits. Not getting recruited. Everything like that. Hey, but you got recruited. One school, to the damn good Ooh. college out there. And, Presentation, uh, and uh, world class. Hey, and um, no, I I didn't want to make their problem my my problem their problem. Right. And I thought I was strong enough to handle it on my own. And, we are uh, the Moors. I mean, we can get through anything. And I didn't. I got to a point where I couldn't handle it on my own. Mm-hmm. Hey. Yeah, but I want to talk to you. Yeah, and I always told myself like, as soon as my knee gets better, I'll be fine. And I kind of got that way, but then like I was struggling with pain management still because mm-hmm. even after I was cleared to play, my knee was still really hurting and I wasn't, I felt like I wasn't as good as I was. So I Do you think like, it was pain out of like yourself and like, yeah, it was like kind of you both. Were, like, it was all in your pain. head. Yeah, I think so. Cause you're everyone like, oh. was like, you're still good. Like you're, you're like, oh, fine. I'm feeling this. I need to take something. Yeah. Yeah. So. Makes sense. Uh, that was going on and then I was okay uh, and I also felt like I was in a bad relationship too that put me down yeah um and yes you were that was that Superman um, game. <laughs> and Clark then Kent. I was fine and then I told myself I wasn't gonna play soccer after my junior year cause, yeah. just because I was in so much pain and like I wasn't as good as what I thought I was 
and then everyone was like no you should play like it's your senior year yeah so i was like okay so i did it and my pain started going away like i felt like i was back to where i was uh, before my surgery and everything was perfectly fine i got myself out of the bad situation relationship whatever and um, mm, I, I really wouldn't say you got yourself out of okay, that my, you had to say that a certain someone my circle of your um, rock of gibraltar came along yes your shining brown knight Great white buffalo. and uh buffalo. so everything was perfectly fine and senior year gonna go out with a bang blah blah everything this is this is my year 2018 is my year yeah and so um everything was good soccer was good knee was good and then four four games into the season. It was long, ish, longer than that. I think it was four. Was it four? Mm-hmm. It wasn't very long. I feel like it was like seven, maybe eight. Maybe it was five. It, was, it anyway. wasn't halfway through the season, though. Anyway. It still wasn't halfway through the season. Okay. Anyways, so I was playing and some little hoe. <laughs> Came up from behind me what and school? kicked my ankle. Huh? What school? Northwestern. Fuck that bitch. Kicked my ankle and I just snapped my fibula in half. Yeah. And most excruciating pain. Ow. Yeah, I know. Like, people from the sideline said they heard it snap. That's disgusting. Yeah. And... Imagine... Okay, imagine this, right? I'm... My spine's all fucked up. I should not even be on this football trip, right? It's a Saturday. I should not be in... Minnesota, watching us get dicked on. Minnesota. Watching us get dicked on by the best D3 school in the nation that scored 99 points bef- a week before we played them, right? That's a lot N- of No points. reason why I should be there, right? No reason why I should be on this trip. I'm on this trip, right? Coach is like, well, we can. you would be great support, whatever. I'm like, okay, whatever. <laughs> so Let's hear you cheer then, on your team. So then I get a text. I feel my phone vibrating. Like, it's 10 times at halftime, right? It's a lot. It's like going crazy at halftime. And I'm like, I'm not going to check it. We're in the locker room. We're making adjustments. I got to talk to safeties. I got to figure out what the corners are seeing, everything like that. And then at, at the end of the game, me and Ty are walking back to the locker room. And I look at my phone, and I see six messages from Amanda, two messages from Claudia, and uh, I think two from Parker, something like that. And... Uh, I open up Parker's uh, Snapchat post, and it was a picture of Taylor next to you. And I was like, oh, fuck. No, not, no. Can't, please don't be the ACL. Please don't be ACL. Right? And uh, it wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't. (laughs) But then I look at your text, and I see a picture of your ankle. And I'm like, and I see the hospital monitor and everything. I'm like, God damn it. Right? So imagine being on this trip five hours away from Aberdeen, a place you shouldn't be because... You're hurt. You shouldn't be playing, and your voice doesn't really ima- matter during Come the game. Come on, <laughs> you can right? do it. Go team. Go team. <laughs> and I see these texts. Imagine being on the bus ride home, and being like, "I gotta be there. I gotta be there. I gotta be there right now." What can I do? Bus driver, go faster. What can I do? Right. I'm. I keep checking my GPS. Okay, two hours away. Hour away. Forty-five minutes. Yeah, yeah, 30 yeah, minutes, yeah, yeah. whatever I go down, right? We get into Aberdeen. I almost tell Coach Chuck to drop me off at Avera, right? I'm like, drop I almost got, I almost asked him to drop me off at the hospital. I didn't, 
got in my car. And if anyone who knows my car, her name's Vanessa. Mm. She's got a really loose belt. So when you start her up, squeals like crazy, right? She talks to you. Yeah, she talks to me. (laughs) And uh, I usually let her warm up, right? I'm like, fuck this. Throw that, whatever. I'm I'm flying. I'm going like 70 down Main Street, right? That's fast. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, it's in like Aberdeen's mile 25 miles yeah, an hour yeah. citywide. I know. Right? We got I'm going over. 70 down Main Street. And I'm like, okay, so I pull in. I go and buy you a flower. I come up. Oh, and, how thoughtful. I know. <laughs> I know. But I come up and it just looks. Know, she huh? she just gotten out of surgery. And she just looks terrible. Like pain-wise. not You're never ugly, babe. Thank you. <laughs> um. Pain wise, that's what she looked. She didn't look she didn't look like she was <laughs> <laughs> pretending to cry right now. Um imagine being on a bus, right? And just five hours away. Harley, and you can't I don't do need to imagine any of this. About it. <laughs> I've ima- I've not imagined, I've a uh, experienced a lot of things. Yeah, it was I felt like you the were ten hours away. The boys were twenty five hours away. My girlfriend's fifteen hours away. Mom is ten seconds away. <laughs> She's right across the hallway. And out of stop. And out of her, you guys are the ones having the issues. And I could there's nothing I could do about it. You're depressed. I couldn't do anything about it. You didn't want to talk to anyone except her. You devil child. She was my rock of my... I'm what kidding. did you say? Rock of, rock Gibraltar. of Gibraltar. Rock of Gibraltar. Craig and Alex. Craig and Alex, like, they were 25 hours away. They didn't talk to yeah. us. Sam, she's 15 hours away. She, She's crazy. I don't know. She's crazy. Um, Yeah, they're like, if something goes wrong, what am I going to do? Gonna do? Yeah. Drive 10 hours, drive 25 hours, drive 15 hours. Yeah. Oh, by the time I get there... I'm no, I have no reason to be there. I am no support. Yep. Like you at that football game, no help. Yeah. <laughs> back anyway. to your story because yeah, Harley yeah. keeps cutting you off. I'm sorry. Rewinding before Harley got to the emergency room and when stuff. When you snapped your ankle. When I snapped my bone in half. Um, I obviously was in so much pain and like instant pain. And then it like went away like pretty quick. Yeah. But I think... Was it more like shocking? Yeah, it was more shocking. And the thought of knowing that my senior year was over that second was like, what the fuck? Like, I came back from my ACL. I told myself I wasn't going to play just because I didn't want to go through the pain and blah, blah, blah. I worked this hard to come back for senior year, and this is what happened. Yeah. Like, what the fuck's going on? Like, why is this happening to me? Did you ever kick someone in the ankle when you were a child playing soccer? No, I actually broke a girl's collarbone. No, I didn't break it. She was running behind me and she clipped my ankle. She clipped my ankle. She touched me. So <laughs> she kind of did it on her own. But, but she broke her clavicle. But yeah. She fell down she, and broke her clavicle. But she touched you and she broke a me. bone. Yes. She's the one that came after you. That yeah. was her at that. That was her that kicked your ankle. She's like, she's like, I remember you. Probably. You broke my collarbone. Yeah. Yeah. Karma whatever yeah but i kept telling like i fell on the ground instantly i was like i was just crying why me why me like no why is this happening to me and then the trainers came on and they're like what happened i was like it's broken it's broken fix me they're like what's broken i was like my ankle my ankle and then they got me off and they did all the special tests they did the squeeze tests and oh and Mm -hmm. nope 
felt the indent crack and yep, broken. So they casted me up, splinted me, ace wrap, crutches. And Brooke, the homie, drove me to the emergency room in my car. And then I was just Snapchatting everyone. I Snapchatted Harley, Snapchatted some of the guys' team because they were on a way trip too. And then, on the way to the hospital, let me just say hello to some people and yeah. tell them what's going on. Let me update everyone on my life real quick. <laughs> and so that happened. And then I was in the emergency room and they're like, okay, maybe you don't need surgery. Depends on the break and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And maybe we can just cast you up and you'd be good. Be on your way. Um, I, mm. My season yeah. was still over at that yeah. point, but it was either surgery that I didn't want because I've already had three at that point Mm -hmm. so then they took my x-ray and we were just uh waiting for the orthopedic on call to get to me and talk about the options whatever so i'm there and just waiting i'm just like fuck me and then the doctor (laughs) the doctor came and was like the way you broke it like you're gonna need shifted and all that shit yeah so i was like i just started crying immediately and then I think what really broke me was calling my parents. Yeah. Telling them that I needed another surgery. And they're like, what the hell? Like, how? Why? Like, oh, I was yeah. doing something else. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> how dare you? <laughs> and, Tell your bones to be stronger. <laughs> <laughs> and so, needless to say, they were pretty upset. Yeah. For me, I guess, just because they know I worked hard and. This was my senior year, and they were supposed to come watch me play for my senior game and stuff, so they weren't going to be able to do that. They had never watched me play a college soccer yeah. game, and that was supposed to be the year two. So that She's happened, and then uh, I think that was the hardest rehab I had to deal with just because I couldn't walk for, what, four weeks? A while. Yeah, you were worried you I didn't was, know how to walk. Yeah. That's rough. I was pretty scared. I didn't like I just wanted to stay on my scooter for the whole time hmm. <laughs> and just roll around forever and We had some fun times on that scooter. Just yeah. rolling. She'd sit down and put her foot up and I'd just start kicking. Like it was an actual scooter. Yeah. That was fun. Just roll around all around campus. All fun then... games until you crash into a wall. Yeah. Mm. Mm-hmm. And then it's all your fault. Even if she came up with the idea, it'd be on you. Yeah. And then, like, Why the fuck did you do that to me? <laughs> and then after I got off the scooter, I was in a boot mm-hmm. and had to learn how to walk again, yep. things like that. And Look that at you really, now. Yeah. Still got a little. You were walking. Uh, you got, you were, got a little pep in your step. You were eager to walk. She was walking <clears throat> like two weeks before the doctor had approved her to walk. She would. No, I would man, put weight on my, on my foot. I wouldn't actually walk. You and Harley and someone else I know, you know them too. Uh, you guys just do not know how to be patient. Like, yeah. just let yourself heal. Like the reason It's so you... hard, though. I know. <laughs> I had surgery on my arm. I mean, not saying that the ankle and the arm are the same, yeah. but you were still able to use your arms and pick stuff up. I couldn't for like four weeks. Yeah. Yeah, but... But hey, time. But think about it. Time I was healing. on crutches, so I didn't have a leg or arms. Got you there. You still had. You were Bye. still able to use your arms, is what I'm saying. 
Yeah, but I couldn't do a lot of things because I had to keep Man. my hands on the crutches. What I'm saying is like, if you're at home and like you need to pick up your bag or something, you could. Like you could use your arms still when you weren't on your crutches. But how would I keep myself balanced to pick up my bag if mm. I couldn't use my legs? Anyway. <laughs> Anyways, it's... We'll punch you in the throat. Surgery is just a tough situation. And yeah. it was especially hard for me because soccer was pretty much my identity at that point. Mm-hmm. And it was my senior year. And just because of all that shit that happened before just like ruined me. Yeah. And again, I got my prescribed painkillers after surgery and just cycled all over, except this time it was like extremely worse. Yeah. Um, I took um, a lot of, what is it, hydros? A lot of hydros. And I was high as a kite. And I actually woke up from sleeping just nauseous to my stomach two weeks later didn't know what happened i thought that 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 night that was the scariest night of my life the scariest night of my life i was throwing up i couldn't eat anything she she woke me up and i was like hey i'm gonna throw up and i'm like what and this was this was after that whole incident at least she didn't throw up on you like hey no so she woke me up and she's like i gotta throw up i'm like nope we're going to the hospital and she convinced me not to take her. And like, I, I don't know. She fell. She went back to sleep you, after that. And I just, and I just, I just, and I, I. Did you carry her to the bathroom? No. So I went and grabbed a trash can and brought to her. Gotcha. And I was like, she starts throwing up and I'm like, fuck, we got to go, man. We got to go to the hospital. This is not good. This is really bad. I'm going to get you some water and we're going to go to the hospital. And she convinced me not to take her to the hospital. And in looking back on it, high insight, I should have took you. Yeah. Yeah. You yeah you, even myself looking back, I sh- you should have took me. And I felt like the biggest asshole ever because I, I didn't, I didn't take her. I felt like mm-hmm. the worst significant other that's possible that's because not I didn't on you though her. no no i get that because but, she was the one that was like hey don't take me you were yeah. like okay yeah i get it wasn't on me but it's like still at the same time you should it was feel like, like an asshole i'm just she kidding. was throwing up bro and i was like oh, fuck so like, like i was dry heaving because of how nauseous i was from all the pills i took yeah that's a lot so she's 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 oh that's she throws up too man she goes to sleep right she goes back to sleep and i stayed up I stayed up all night long, and every thirty minutes, I was I was waking her up to see if she was okay. Man, I'd get tired of that. Like, let me sleep. <laughs> like, but no, like every thirty you're minutes, like a I'm hospital like, now. I'm like, hey, making sure she's alive, basically. Yeah, yeah. I was like, Amanda, you all right? She uh, uh, moan around, move around, and it was every thirty minutes I was doing this, bro. You know, I'd sleep for ten minutes and I'd wake up and whatever. Sleep for 10 minutes, wake up, do it, whatever. And you you had said, like, if we don't go to the hospital, you're seeing Rebecca. Yep. The next day or I was like, if we're not going to the hospital right now, you're going to go see Rebecca tomorrow. And I kept telling him, no, I don't need to and blah, blah, blah. And then it got to a point where it was the weekend of senior night. And I was like, okay, cool. No, it was the breast cancer game. Mm -hmm. And, uh. So I the don't, night was afterwards. Yeah. Everything I, was smooth sailing. 
During senior night. Yeah. Um, and it was a breast cancer game. I <coughs> showed up late and because um, I had to work the football game. I just told myself I didn't want to go to any more soccer games just because it was so hard for yeah. me. And I just would just cry the whole game. So I just showed up for a few minutes, showed up late, and then went to the football game to work for athletic training. But yeah, and then, that game was so goddamn cold. Yeah, it was I really was, cold. I was working the soccer game. It was raining sideways, and it was freezing. Oh, my gosh. And we had to wear khakis, yeah. and I was just freezing. Khakis. It was terrible. And so after that whole weekend happened, everyone was sending pictures to the soccer group. Um, I would have left that if I were you. Of the seniors. I tried getting her too. I tried telling her too. Yeah. She wouldn't leave it. So I was you're just You're getting... just inflicting pain on your... At, at this point, you're just inflicting it on yourself. Yeah. You're like, oh, I can't watch, but I well, want like, to know everything that's time, going it's on. like, yeah. why am I going to seclude myself? Like, it's going to be the same outcome either way. Yeah. Like, I either know what's going on or I don't. So at that point, I was looking at all these senior pictures from the breast cancer game, blah, blah, blah. And then... Uh, I decided to take a handful of Tylenol and whatever I had left of my hydros. Yeah. Which was like maybe three. Out of how on many? On top of the Tylenol stuff. I had, I believe, like 30 pills total. Fuck. Yeah. Of the hydros. And so I took those plus a handful of Tylenol and I was like, uh, I, Here we go. I need to do this, whatever. Like it's what makes me feel better i'm gonna do it whatever and i didn't get to the point from the time before that i was throwing up and stuff but i was i was pretty out of it i was doing clinicals in the athletic training room and claudia one of my best friends was like "Uh, are you all right and i was like uh no not really she's like what happened or what's wrong and i was like uh i'm just really out of it like i took a bunch of pills and then she's like, how much? Like, are you okay? Like, do I have to take you to the hospital or do I need to tell someone? I was like, no, I'm fine. I... But I told her I took a handful. She was a fucking G. And, Claudia uh, was a fucking G. And so she told my um, athletic trainer, the one I was working with, Blake, and uh, he calls me into his office and then he's like, what's going on? I was like, what do you mean? trying to be dumb you know and uh he was like did you take a bunch of pills i was like yeah and he's like how many did you take and i was like i don't know like a handful maybe around 20 or something fuck yeah and they were around i think they were 500 milligrams each so that's over a lot and i i freaked out i took three 500 milligrams one time and i was like that takes your your headache away quick i was like i should have taken three i should have taken three yeah, so Blake at this point is like, hold on, I have to talk to someone. Yeah. So he went to go talk to Britt about it and see what they're seeing of what to do with me. What to do, yeah. Either send me home or go to the hospital or whatever. Mm-hmm. So at that point, they told me I had to go to the emergency room and they told Claudia to take me. And then, so I got admitted and uh, I, I just felt so shitty because I put Claudia in that situation. I put Blake in that situation. And then... You missed one person. I put Harley in that situation. No, no, no. I, I was going so, through my own demons then. I was... I, I don't play that game. Like, I, I'm going to tell both of you this now and people in the world. 
if I'm close to you and I know you and you try that shit, I'll beat the fuck out of you. <laughs> I'm going to let you fucking know that that's fucking retarded. I'll beat the fuck out of you, beat the fuck out of you and everyone else. Yeah. I was I was handling my own demons at this time and I was I was excluding myself from It's cuz I love everyone y'all. else. Not you know? because I hate you. I was on my own. I get a call from Claudia and she's like, "Hey." Or no, I call Amanda, right? And I'm like, uh and then Claudia answers. And I hear something in the background that sounds like the heart rate monitor. Mm-hmm. It was the Beeps. Yeah, it was the, the blood pressure cuff. The blood pressure cuff, yeah. yeah. Oh. And I hear it and I'm like, and it doesn't register to me at that moment. I'm like, okay, whatever. She's doing clinical hours. And Claudia's like, hey, Harley. And I was like, what's up? I'm like, what are y'all doing? She said, well, we're at the hospital. And I was like, what? And she goes, uh, Amanda. And uh, That's all she said? She, no, she goes, she did it again. And I had told, after the night that Amanda was throwing up, I had, was like, I gave all of our medicine, Tylenol, all my antidepressants. I gave my antidepressants to Parker. Anything we had, I gave it to, uh, Parker and I was like put this shit somewhere that no one can find it that you're gonna forget about tomorrow put it hide it hide it and uh I Claudia was like uh I don't know how you found it Houdini over here found it somehow (laughs) um but Claudia's like Amanda did it again and I just started breaking out I started breaking down I started bawling. I was like, this is all my fault. Like, I fucked up. This is on me. Like, I'm, I'm, fuck, I'm the worst person, whatever. And I'm, I'm just thinking this, right? And then, uh, continue. And yeah, so the whole process was, uh, fill out a paper while you're in the emergency room. Yeah. So I put, a possible overdose like i wasn't sure if i did or not mm-hmm. and so <laughs> <laughs> i'm not sure we'll see i'm what sure this i does. did yeah i was like yeah some something's not right yeah anyways so they're like okay so they put me in a room uh told me to get undressed put the gown on blah 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 mm, nope i'm gonna go to the bathroom it looks like a damn prison outfit so yeah so no they put me in the emergency room gown first oh and then they were doing blood tests blood work to see if i needed your my talk pump, my, uh, yeah to see if i needed to pump, pump my stomach pump, or yeah. not Ooh. and uh Gross. the doctor was like you you got lucky like you're just below where you need to for the numbers to be for your stomach to yeah. get pumped and i was like all right and then he's like when this happens, we usually... I thought the 350 was the time. I was it like, is, why It's is... about to be 350. No, I was looking at the oven. Oh, yeah. I was like, why is it say 350 the past five minutes? It's been 350 the last 10 minutes. And uh, so the doctor was like, so part of procedure, we recommend you get help yeah. to the behavior... What do they call it? Behavioral care unit. I have no idea. I think. So I was like, okay. I was like, fine, sure, whatever. Yeah. So I check myself in to what I call... So they the, give you the opportunity to check yourself in? Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Yeah. They're like, we don't make you, but you have the choice to That's or neat. not. So I was like, yeah, I guess so. I was like, going to check myself into the yeah. psych ward real quick. <laughs> Is what I told myself. I was like, Fuck. Yeah. And... Um, <laughs> Time to go. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly. So they gave me this those blue and... 
ugly uh, prison outfit prison outfit but yeah. it was a nice colored blue <laughs> and it was like so, a nice baby it was blue. like a sky, sky blue, blue. Yeah. it was like a sky blue and uh i was still i still have my boot on and i was just oh, limping sucks. around everywhere yeah i yeah. barely learned how to walk mm-hmm. and they're like all right you have to give us your phone. You can't have your sweatshirt because Nothing. there's strings, strings on yep. it. And hey, take the string out and give me my hoodie. I'm cold. I'm cold. Well, they didn't tell me that. They told her. They told, uh, they told Claudia they did, but not me. you can't have your hoodie. Yeah. And so uh, that happened. So they took me up. And then just the whole process of being there was like, something's wrong with you. Yeah. Like, yep. Something's wrong with you. You're not. You need help. Yeah, for sure. You have an illness type of thing. Like, Mm -hmm. like they don't let you forget something's wrong with you type of thing. Oh, no, no. And, and the one question that always stuck with me was like, do you have a plan? Like, what the hell do you mean? Do I have a plan? Yeah. Like they were asking, (laughs) they're asking me pretty much. Do you have a plan to kill yourself? Yeah. And I was like, no, like that was never the intention. Yeah. Like I just took the pills to feel normal go to sleep not be here type not be here but be here at the same yeah. time sometimes mm-hmm. i've i mean i don't self-inflicting give myself like benadryl or something to help me sleep but like i drank I'll a lot a, of night cool one time I'll, that's terrible i'll just take like a deep that's some like lean shit but i'll just take like a deep sleep to just try to like get through the day i'm like man i'm just taking a nap i'm bored i'm asleep for like two hours yeah i took a lot of night cool one time and i was just fucked I was fucked. I should not have well, drove home. You're also weak to. You have a weak immune system. Yeah, to, a weak tolerance. Yeah. yeah, I and I was like, I'm super drunk or high. I don't know which one, but I'm gonna drive home. We'll see I'm what happens. Feeling nice. So I drove home and went to sleep. Fell yeah. asleep like on the table. Anyway, go ahead. But yeah, so they definitely don't let you forget that something's wrong with you. Yeah. And like just the whole it's time, fucked up. like, hey, you number twenty-seven, what <laughs> the fuck is wrong depressed. with you? It wasn't to that. I know, I know, point, but, but yeah, I know. Um, and so <laughs> that whole time I was there, I was just like thinking to myself, like, what could I have done to not get myself into this situation? Yeah. And so, well, uh, the first maybe hour I was there, I was like. They were like, okay, we have a release form for whoever can come visit you, whoever can come call you, whatever. And so I put Harley, Claudia, Parker, and Sarah, and Brooke on the thing. Yeah. And I didn't put my parents just because I didn't want them to know about the whole situation and things like that. And I even told Claudia, Brooke, Sarah, Harley that I didn't want them to know just because... I don't want them to worry about anything, and I would tell them after the whole situation was handled. Yeah, and then they'd get pissed at you. For not telling them yes. Yeah. yeah. Any parent would get pissed at their child for not saying I think, anything. I think I told so, Claudia that she should call your parents. Mm-hmm. Let them know not, like everything is okay, but this is what happened, you know? Yeah, it so... It did not go down that way, though. I think... I don't know if we knew or not until after... I don't think so. Yeah. Because I, I'm, I don't know. Mm-hmm. And so um, the next morning, I get a, my nurse told me, 
oh, your parents are on their way. And <laughs> yeah. I was like. That's when the eyes get real wide. You're like, I was like what? Huh? what? No. I was like, what? They're like, she was like, yeah. Didn't you tell them yesterday that uh, you were here? I was like, no. And like, I was just so confused. Like how, yeah. why, when? I told, I told Klein, I was like, you know, you need to let him know. I thought you were about to say I told him. I was about to be like, oh, no. Fuck. I told Claudia, I was like, we need, like someone needs to tell him, you know? And ju- just make sure they know that she is okay and she's in a safe place. But I had I had either told Claudia or Parker. I think I might have told Parker it. Mm-hmm. I sat down with Parker. I'm like, hey, bro, this is what happened. Like, or, I was like, hey, this is what we need to do, mm-hmm. you know? And uh, I feel like it's not my place to say anything, but I, I feel like someone should say something yeah. to someone. So I ended up calling Is this them. the first of you hearing of that? Is this the first time you heard him say that? No. Okay. I was about to be like, man, this is going to be awkward. <laughs> mm-hmm. And so I called my parents me. and they were like, what's going on? And I was like, I'm in the hospital, blah, blah, blah. And then they're like, well, we're on our way. And I was like, you don't need to. And then they're like, no, no we're no, coming. No, 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 no. And we're no. bringing you home. And I was, I like lost it right there. I was like, but I don't want to go home. Like, I don't want to be a quitter kind of set in my mind. Like, oh, I dropped out of school. Yeah. And ran away from my problems kind of thing. And so they were on their way, and I put them on the list for them to contact me or whatever. And uh, then Claudia, Parker, you, and Sarah came to visit me while I was there. And... Claudia and Sarah pulled me aside and was like, "Hey, we told your parents. Like, we felt like you sh- you should you should have your parents in this type of situation." Yeah, for sure. And they're like, um, "If you're mad at us, that's fine, but we thought this was the best way to go about it." And I was like, "Like, I understand. Like, I'm sorry I put you in this situation to begin with." And uh, I think they understood mm-hmm. that I wasn't mad at them. Um, but at, now that I think about it, like I'm completely grateful that they told for them sure. for sure. And that they came out to see me. And so the next day, no, I think it was one full more day that I was in that psycho place. What the hell hold. Yeah. It was just so bad. Like no color, no pictures. Walls pillows, were bland. Pillows were like the size of a pa- piece of paper. Yeah. Hey. That was like my kind of pillow. It's a terrible <laughs> pillow. It was just awful. And so the next day my parents came and they just started crying in front yeah. of me. And I was just like, I'm sorry. They're like, we thought we, thought we lost you. And I was just like, well, fuck. Oh, they won't Thanks. need to worry about that anymore with me in the picture. <laughs> yeah. I'll be your hospital. You're done. <laughs> and then they're like, we want you to come home, but it's up to you. So I was like, okay, cool. I can stay here. And then, so I told them I would just see Rebecca and that I would be fine once I get my foot back and can do yeah. stuff. So like, okay. And then they're like, just come home for a week during November for Thanksgiving. Early for Thanksgiving. Because yeah. I never went back home for thanksgiving the past years while i was in school i would just go home for winter break so yeah that whole situation blew off and then i started seeing rebecca once a week 
and talking to her about my depression and things like that. Yeah. But, yeah, I think I'm doing better now. But there's still those days where I'm, like, super sad and I don't know why. Mm -hmm. Or there's some things that will trigger me. Or there's some things that I think about and then just, like, bring it all back. I know I can help you. What? Shweed. Give her what? Shweed. I mean, you can. Mm. You can. No, give her a give her a, a bun to put in the oven. Oh dear God, no! Then that's, all your problems will go away. I don't think so. I think they just make them. I think a they get worse. worse. <laughs> yeah. That bun will become an angel. No, baby. Yeah, but Not yet. um, my advice to anyone that's sad, not even like depressed. Like, if you have days where you're just completely sad, yeah, just talk to a best friend about it, significant other, parents, whatever. Reach out. You'll get through it. Yeah. Yes. Reach out. Do not try to handle it on it your It may be temporary or maybe it's, an, yeah. they say mental illness, but disorder, whatever you want to call it. It may be temporary. Maybe something just happened in your life and you're just sad for those few moments. Yeah. It might be... Uh, permanent disorder you're gonna have to deal with for the rest of your life but you should figure it out and how to handle those things they call them in the behavioral care center unit i learned they call them coping mechanisms and there's a thousand billion things you could do yeah and um yeah yeah i uh uh my story is kind of similar i guess you could say started about freshman year after my aunt passed away uh, and then it gradually got worse. And uh, as we moved to we moved to Colorado, and it got better, but at the same time, it got worse. You know, um, then everything was going good, man. Everything was solid senior year, and then going into freshman year, I wasn't I wasn't getting the playing time I wanted in college, and uh, I wasn't getting the playing time I I was I was wanting not promised but kind of promised i guess um but i i don't know i hit a point to where every little thing that popped up just made uh was just really shitty in general and i i struggled with with a lot of things i i i became an alcoholic for sure mm-hmm. i was going to football practice drunk right I was going football practice drunk and I had no idea where I was, you know, and I think that doesn't help at all. I was going to uh, class drunk and hung over and me, me and my friends were, we would drink and I'd have a quiz due at midnight and we would be getting just shit faced at 1130 and then take my quiz at 1145 and then we're, you know, we're drunk, you know. I, we helped a friend move one time and, and we stayed drunk for seven days straight, you know, and that was one of the things for me, that was one of the things for me that was like, it was a coping, it was a coping mechanism. You know, I was struggling with my demons. They call them bad coping mechanisms. Yeah. It's not a good coping mechanism. Don't do it. I recommend you not do it. But no, that was my coping mechanism. You know, I, I'd get super drunk and, and I, I mean, that's, that's what it was. You know, I was drunk. All the time. The 4th of July, What I mean, I had like what? Probably close to 10 beers, 12 beers. And I was just fucking shit-faced. Just puking my guts up. Ugh. You know, and that's, it's, 
You drank. You were drinking some weak sauce. I know I am weak. Weak sauce. What do you mean I was drinking weak sauce? You drink Mike's hard. Hey man, <laughs> the come <lemonade>. on now. <laughs> the you think your family's gonna make him take a, a shot? I'm not of tequila? part of this. We're probably gonna take a shot of tequila on Christmas. Man. man. Um, I'm a child of the Lord. The I do Lord. not drink. Of that Lord. Alcohol no. beverages. Um, but then I was also, I was on antidepressants and those, I think it was a blacklisted antidepressant and those make thoughts worse, you know. It helped for about a month and then it didn't help at all. It made things a lot worse than what they should have been. Um, I don't know. I think Amanda helped a lot in my whole situation. She helped a lot. Your rock of Gibraltar. My rock of Gibraltar. Is that how you say it? Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah, but no, she helped a lot, and and she made she made it to where I can I I have my days, but it's not as bad as it used to be. You know what I mean? What about you, Fam Fam? I got no stories like those. No, mostly I drive, I get lonely, try to hang out with people. If I don't, then I try to sleep. Well, you're welcome here. Anytime. Pretty simple. That's a long ass drive, anytime. man. I'll get you a key if you want a key. That's a thought. You just got throw me. 50 bucks what it's an extra 50 bucks for an extra key yeah man you can wait till i get more money then all right but uh i'm gonna sneak in i'm gonna move all your shit around <laughs> you're gonna wake up you're gonna be like what the fuck what the what but no um i've never had anything like that bad yeah i mean there's mostly any of the dark thoughts i've ever had was like if i died who'd actually care that's thought who I would had actually too. like no. go to my I funeral had... whose lives am i talking uh, my bad i'm sorry i'm sorry i'd be like whose lives have i actually touched and like i mean i've i've had dark thoughts everybody in the world has yeah. had dark thoughts but it's just the level of darkness that they hit how, de- how dark you're getting yeah yeah like mine mine has never been too dark i mean the darkest one i've ever thought was like i've thought about ramming my car into a tree <laughs> Just to like make the time go by, but then I was like, he I might. smiled when he said that. But like, but like, then I might die at that point. But then I was like, mm, yeah. is it really worth it? No, yeah. it's not because there's people that care about me. Mm-hmm. For sure. Now, if I'm just like a nobody, because I'm a big fucking deal. Yeah. If I'm a nobody, then because I'm a big maybe, fucking deal. Maybe, <laughs> maybe it would have happened. But yeah. no, like, no, I, I know that there's people. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I, I know that I there's know. people that care about me and yeah. there's people that I need to be there for who yeah. to care for. For sure. Uh, friendships, family, relationship. Like there's just things that I just, I have not fulfilled my life purpose. For sure. And I'm going to change the world. Our name, until you change yours, our name ah. will be across the world. Yeah. Like people will know us. For sure. I think that's another thing that like gets me depressed and kind of thing. Because it's like... Motivation? No. My life's purpose. Like, I still don't know that. And so like, all these other people... up the mood. Huh? Relax. Hey. I'm your life Your purpose. life's purpose is to be a woman of the house. Excuse That's me? <laughs> we just lost four subscribers because of you. Hey, if you don't know, just go back to no, the old days. And, and that's, I don't know. Like I everyone, like I see all these, like even classmates, people I've graduated with and yeah. they like have everything figured out. And yeah, but that's because they fucking knew it since they were knee high to a piss ant. Like, yeah, I wanted to be a chef forever. Now I'm studying business and then I, well, don't like, know I know what I want to do. It's just like, I'm not there yet. Hey, so it's kind of, like, Hey, there's, 
Your answer right there. You just answered your own question. You know I what you know. want to do, but you're not there yet. Well, right Keyword. now, you're to be my lover. What? My wife. My rock of Gibraltar. Dude, you know people listen to these. I know they do. Surprisingly. I know. I know. We have like 70, we have like 80 listens. How crazy is that? Who wants to listen to us three talk? I Me? do. I mean, no, I, I think we're pretty I cool. think that's something that bothers a lot of people, you know, not having a life purpose. Life's purpose. Well, no, people try to think that, like, <clears throat> they need to go get a career or something like that to, like, have a life purpose. But yeah. that's not what it is. What it is is, like, you need to be yourself. Like, you can't change yourself to be what someone likes. Mm-hmm. If you're changing yourself for someone else, then you are completely taking your life's purpose away. You're yeah. taking your gifts away for someone else. Like the way you are, Rose, like you want to do certain things, do them. Don't let Harley change you. Don't let me change you. Don't let anyone change you. The way you are is the way you are. You are special the way you are. And you are going to fulfill your life's purpose if you keep doing what you are doing, not trying to overthink it. Because everyone in the world overthinks everything. When you shouldn't think you should do, just live one day at a time. You're thinking far into the future, like a ton of people in the world. They're thinking far into the future. Think more a day at a time. Like get today's purpose done. Like you were making dinner. Once that's done, that's a successful dinner. That's a purpose that you have successfully done today. Oh yeah, we should drop that recipe tomorrow in a minute. Yummy. Tomorrow, you'll fulfill tomorrow's purpose, whether it's work or doing something around here, just going to work out, whatever it is. Like. Whatever you have due tomorrow, and if you do it, that's a successful day. You're yeah. thinking too far, like, oh, I have these many days to even get to this day. Like, I have to do this to get to this career. Like, no, take it one day at a time. You will successfully get there. Make a list for yourself every day of what you want to do in that day. Do everything on that list, and you will be more successful and more happy, less depressed. Depression. You will start to live your life's purpose. Inspirational. <laughs> you will start to live your life's purpose if you start to take it day by day and not think of the future. Yes, it's good to have a long steady goal, but you have to make little goals for yourself to reach that. Like you are like, oh, I want to be world's most well-known special therapist or something like that, right? Like that's just an example. You want to be the world's most known therapist, but what are your goals to get there? Because you're thinking, oh man, like what can I do to do this? Like just set a goal for yourself every day. Do what you have set you will be more successful and more happy. Mm-hmm. Levi's dropping knowledge over here, people. No. Hey. <laughs> I'm a lifesaver, man. No. I think... I don't know. I think... I don't know. I think life purpose comes, you know, you're only 22 years old. You don't need to figure that mm-hmm. shit out right now. You know? The thing that gets me is that people do have shit figured out already. Yeah, but, but I that's, don't. So it's but, like, but, what's but, wrong but, but that's their own thing. Like, that's something yes, that... I know. That's something that I've always had a problem with. Like Harley, Craig, and Alex have all gone to college, still going to college. Like I, they're expecting me to do all the things that they've done. Like Craig played football. Alex played football in college. Then Harley played football in college. Like I, I wouldn't say played. I, I, I attended practices and you, games. <laughs> you played football in college. I attended them. You played in, in college. In a uniform. At least you're not some of those that play semi-pro because I couldn't play in college. But, but, hey, we keep it real here. We keep it real here. Yeah. But 
Like you don't have to have, just because someone has a life goal doesn't mean that you have to. Like that's one thing that I think that's the only flaw that I see in you is that I don't see any flaws in her. Of course you don't. That's why you married her. She's perfect in my eyes. But no, my, my flaw is that you, you try to be someone that you're truly not like, you're like, Oh, they're doing this. Like, Oh man, like they're so lucky. Like, no, make, just do you make your own, yeah. Make your own new PRs every day. Like, Oh, yesterday I did this, this many times, or I did that for this long, do it five minutes longer. Like, like oh they're going to a four year they're doing all this like so what fuck them yeah. do your own thing you will be oh, your own man. success story you don't need to be someone else's success story mm-hmm. you know yeah do you yes I Punk. know <laughs> dead space um yeah so I hope everyone really enjoyed this episode it was uh, down a dark trail intense we will brighten it up. Yeah, I don't know what Sometime we're going to do. I don't know if you guys like the Would You Rather because only like seven people listen to it. And I think three of them were just me. <laughs> Probably, I don't know. If you have an idea for us to lighten stuff up, message us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, or email us at everythingandmore.podcast at gmail.com. You got to see Levi's head when he does that. It's like bouncing back bobble and forth. It's, it's a bobblehead. It's a bobblehead. Uh, no, so I hope everyone really enjoyed that episode. Uh, Levi's got to get to going to work. Yes, I. And uh, we uh, we will see y'all in a few days. Bye. Peace. Bye.